Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the newest podcast on the CookieCast network. It's the Riverside Roundup. That's right, we're going to be talking Middlesbrough football, but that's not all. We're going to be talking all football, and there's a new part to the podcast, so something to look forward to. If you're loving the new podcast, uh, give Mr. Williams a shout. You can do that through uh, through the website, cookiecast.com. Uh, and, you know, let him know what you think to the new format. If you're watching us on YouTube, do subscribe. It's a big help to the channel, and uh, we appreciate it. So here we go. This is CookieCast, the Riverside Roundup. Back in the days when there was other people here, um, we used to talk about like taking it in turns to introduce the podcast. Now this is uh, this is you know this podcast is under new management. You know there's been a there's been a change above the door. Uh, there is literally just you to do the intro, and the name of the podcast has changed. So uh, why don't you uh, why don't you introduce? Allow yourself to introduce yourself. Yeah, boy. So, yeah, boy. welcome along, kids. Can only assume you're all kids. There's no adults listening to this. Do you know what? We're all someone's kids. Boom. There you Think go. Welcome along to philosophy chat. Um, no, no. To get serious for a second, welcome along to where uh, what. What is effectively the second instalment, I suppose, mm. of the Riverside Roundup. Love it. I'll uh, chat and all you things. Football club. Est. 1876. 1876. Oof. I love it. New year, new podcast and all that, it? Absolutely. Part of the New Year's resolution. Out with the old, in with the new. Um, oh, out with the old, in with the new podcast. And um, out with the old, in with the new castle bashing. Uh, getting in, getting in shape, getting slimmed down. You know all that stuff. It's all there. Um, so, to steal from a different podcast. What is this? What is going on here? That, that can't be on the Weight Watchers, surely. <sighs> what are these guys? Tiny little Thornton's Bites. <sighs> They're lethal. This week's podcast brought to you by Tiny Little Thornton's Bites. Obviously. Um, so, what has happened in the last seven days in the world of football, also known as This Week in Football? Well, I think it's been a bit of a quiet week, personally. Because we've had the FA Cup. Mm. Not a great deal happened there. Obviously, we'll come on to Borough's result in a, in, a, in a little bit. 
couple of shocks. Um, Leeds, probably the biggest one, unceremoniously turfed out on the arse by a League Two side. Um, which was quite funny because they weren't even exactly playing as, uh, an understrength side. They had um, England's best holding midfielder playing in the game. And yet they still managed to concede three. Strange that. Um, so yeah, so Leeds, Leeds got booted out. Um, who else? Big's gone. Newcastle got beat by Arsenal. So it's one of those days of the year that I look forward to the most, which is the day that Newcastle extend their years without a trophy by another 12 months. So, so now the earliest that Newcastle can win a trophy is 2022. So that'll be me pissing my pants for another year. That's, all, that's always funny. Um, we saw a late, saw a late fixture cancellation and readjustment in that uh, this evening, as you can see from the uh, from this, mm-hmm. Tottenham Hotspur are playing Fulham as we speak in the Premier League, where they were scheduled to play Aston Villa, but Aston Villa asked for uh, the game was rearranged because there's been an outbreak of COVID at Villa. Oh dear! So, so we're seeing we're, we're slowly but surely seeing more and more postponements or rearrangements and things like that. So there's all there's a lot of talk about the potential for having another like a lockdown of sorts of, of sport. Obviously, if it continues in the, in the in the vein it's going, which would be a bit of a disaster, really, because obviously it's one of the only things that's keeping a lot of people going. I'd, I'd argue. So. Uh, yeah, um, I'd, I'd agree with that one. Yeah. So a bit shitty, really. Mm. Um, but I haven't signed anyone. They haven't sold anyone. They have just recalled a young lad by the name of Steve Walker, with a load of MK Dons. So that usually means one of two things. Either that they've agreed to loan him to somebody else, or they've agreed to sell him. So we'll keep an eye on that mm. for the next couple of weeks. Obviously, the transfer window. End uh, of Feb. Transfer window is, as far as I'm aware, scheduled to close at the end of January in the usual way that it would. But it wouldn't surprise me if they extend it because of extenuating circumstances, as is the current case. Mm. Um, not not particularly football related, but obviously the extreme weather meant that in Madrid there's been snow blizzards. So the stadium where Real Madrid play, the Bernabeu, is is currently just under snow, which is strange because they're trying to they're trying to rebuild it. So that's probably putting a bit of a they have a crimp in their, their uh, plans to re, uh, rebuild it, restructure it. I, I mean, I've got to say, when I think Madrid, I think lots and lots of snow. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's, it's basically, we're, we're slowly creeping towards 
that sort of opening scene in uh, the day after tomorrow. Yeah. So. Yeah. We'll see. Um, I'll, do you know what? I'll do what I always do. I'll have, a, I'll have a cheeky look through Sky Sports and see if I've missed anything in particular. Oh, the one thing we did discuss last week was the um, the Derby County COVID outbreak. Yes. So, as was discussed, they did have to send pretty much an under-23s and under-19s team to Chorley for their FA Cup time. It didn't go well for them. They lost 2-0. So, not ideal. And I think Chorley's reward for winning was another was a Premier League tie. Um, excuse me. Excuse me. Right, let's have a look. Uh, I'm not going to be able to find it now, am I? It's not really going to fix me off. It's not looking likely, Andrew. It's not looking likely. But yeah, so I'm pretty sure Charlie ended up with a, with a fourth round tie at home once again, but against the Premier League side, so that should hopefully be some more catch for them. Um... Yeah, not really seeing anything that's 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 newsworthy. Um, oh well, I suppose briefly in the Premier League, um, Sheffield United managed to get their first win of the season after nineteen attempts, eighteen attempts. I've sold them one shy. Um, yeah, eighteen games to get your first win. It came against Newcastle, so let's all laugh at them. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, not not really, not really a great deal to to report from this week. It's been a, been a quiet week. I mean, really. it's January, and I, I did see that there were a lot of uh, a lot more of the peas on some of the games this week than there were previously. That does mm. seem to be a thing that seems to be creeping in more and more. And like you say. Um, could really do to not be seeing a, a, a sport lockdown. But if those peas do keep creeping in, and obviously the way the the country's going at time of recording, I think we've had another record day, X number of weeks into a into a national lockdown. Wouldn't surprise me. Um, you know, measures, measures will need to be taken, unfortunately. Um, so... Watch this space, because because uh, what we do is we bring news from uh, from all over the football place. So that was this week in football, which brings us to weirdly last week in football. So we, the royal we that is, predicted uh, predicted a game, just the one game. But we'll come to that. 
because there may be a change. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, FA Cup, I believe. Mm. Certainly was. Certainly was. And that FA Cup game was uh, Brentford versus the mighty Borough. Mr. Williams, how did this game turn out? Um, frustrating, I suppose, would be the uh, overwhelming or overriding emotion. See? So, I had this down as a draw and then Borough to get beaten on penalties. Mm. Whereas I think you've been optimistic and picked them to get a win. Uh Neither, neither were the correct answer. They they lost in ninety minutes, two one. It was indeed. Um, some amazing, some amazing names as far as goal scorers are concerned. Um, a new one on me for the for the Borough Boys. Uh, but yeah, uh, do you know those goal scorers? I hope you do because I don't have to say these. Um, I can. I know exactly who scored the Borough goal. It was Sam Falarin. It was with his first with his first goal for the club. Indeed. However, the the Brentford goals. Uh, I, I mean, I can I can have a go if you like. So the first goal was scored by Halil Dervizoglu. I mean, that, I'd, I'd have had a good go at that one, I reckon. The second goal scored by Saman Godos. Or yeah. Godos. I'd, I, again, I'd have, I'd, have had a, I'd have had a crack at it. I don't know how well I'd have done with that. Um, yes, you are correct. 2-1, uh, I, mean, I, I wouldn't doubt. You know, in the score of your own team, and uh, indeed, those were the goal scorers that I found on that there interwebs. Um, you were also correct with the uh, with the predictions. You went for a one-one draw, and I went for a two-nil Middlesbrough win. So, as you've already pointed out, no points. Uh, as as any any keen listener or indeed watcher will know, uh, we did not pick any. Of those goal scorers, so uh, somebody's having bagels for tea. Uh, no points, no nothing, no money, because uh, you know you have to you have to get them get 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 the scores right to get to get the big bucks, don't you? Um, so that's that. It's done. We'll move on. We'll hold our heads yeah. high. We'll walk away, and we'll just we'll live with it. I'll just I'll just have a I'll just have a brief discussion because it was a couple of a couple of points to sort of raise off the back of the game. So it was it was a first full start for Hayden Hackney. He was a, the latest uh, the latest kid to come through the Borough Academy. Uh, obviously, as discussed, it was the first it was the first goal for Sam Falarin mm-hmm. as well. So those were the, those were the two positives. The one negative that came well one or two negatives that came out of the game. Um, Falarin only came on as a substitute because Marcus Brown, when he was, I think he was um, either trying to win a corner or he was trying to sit, uh, trying to run the ball out for a goal kick for Butler. Um, 
his studs caught in the turf uh, and his kneecap popped out and went back in again, apparently. Um, so, yeah, he had, to, he had to leave the pitch and it's looking like he'll be missing for at least a couple of weeks. Not too sure how long it's said. I'll have a look on the Borough um, app to see if there's any news on how long they think he'll be out for. Um, doesn't say... Yeah, it doesn't really say, sadly, how long they think Marcus Brown will be out for. But that was a shame because he'd only just come back into the side uh, recently again. Uh, Wickham scored in that game. Um, and he was starting to look like he'd worked his way back into the first team fold. So it's just a shame for him that he's, he's had this he's had this next setback. He's, he's, he's only, he obviously signed for the club last season. Um, and his time there has been a bit up and down. He, he, came, in the first, he came in under... Um, Jonathan Woodgate last season and his, uh, his time to start off with was a bit hit and miss. He, he didn't really get many starts in the first couple of weeks of the season. Then he got sent off against Swansea, which put him really like sort of further down the pecking order in, in Woodgate's eyes, I suppose. Um, he went out on loan. He came back at the start of the season. Obviously, he's been in, he's been in and around the team and then he's been injured. Now worked his way back got in the team and he's now injured again so fingers crossed it's not a, it's not a particularly bad one he'll be able to work his way back into the first team fold sooner rather than later because uh, the flashes that we've seen so far he looks like he's uh, got some pace got some trickery about him and that's uh, an area where Borough are sadly lacking at the minute so we could uh, use him back as quick as possible really um, another one that another sort of negative that came out of the game was that Hayden Coulson played for the first time in a while um, and looked a bit off the pace not really uh, not really getting himself about as he as he has been in the last in the, certainly the last season uh, when he was in the team from the from the start of the Woodgate um, it's a shame because I do think there's a player in there somewhere and he just seems to have his career seems to have regressed, unfortunately, under Woodgate under um, Neil Warnock. So, whereas a lot of players have kicked on, like Anthony Dyke, Steele, Mark Bowler, Paddy McNair, um, he's he's is the the uh, the opposite effect. Unfortunately, he seems to have regressed a bit in his career. So, don't know whether it's maybe time where they need to look to get him out on loan to maybe get him some games, get him uh, get him back used to playing football. Because I do I do like. Coulson as a player I think he's a, he's a good attacking threat he's, uh, he needs to work on his defending if he's going to end up as a left back um, as there was a couple of games we saw him play last season when we went to go watch him on the road against Wigan for example where he played as a left back and he looked a bit lost um, doesn't really uh, sit, an out and out left back doesn't really suit his game because he's more of an attack minded player so he, he, he'd fit in well as a wing back but as a, as a straightforward left back I think uh, think you need to work on that area of his game so so we'll see like I say obviously the, the transfer window is open until the end of January maybe a little bit longer if they decide to give you the extenuating circumstances yeah. um, and we'll just watch this space see if you get to move away stuff like that so so yeah that's my sort of that's my takeaways from the game really okie dokie well like I said that game is now in the past and we will move on from it. So, we've got um, 
we've got more Middlesbrough football. You'd be surprised to hear. But I was struck in the middle of the night by a thought. A thought that was centred around last week. Last week we had one game to predict, one game to talk about. And that brings us to this point now where we've had that game and that game has been predicted. But there was a little voice, there was a little voice, it was about, about here, that said, I couldn't give a fuck about Nottingham Forest football. And I was like, I wonder if we can take that principle, that theory, and apply it to the new podcast format. Can we take the I don't give a fuck and apply it to this new format? So, the cogs, the voice started here and the cogs were here and the voice fed into the cogs and the cogs started turning and I was like, I've got it. I've got an amazing idea. Let's find a random game that we couldn't give any shits about and predict the hell out of it. So, I went with my half-baked, half-cocked idea to this man, and I was like, I've got this crazy idea, what do you think? What did you think to my crazy idea? I liked it, and I've not actually told you this yet, but this week must have been the week for ideas, because I received a text on Monday from podcast alum Stuart Woodmunchie and he said the following just say the new name for foot pod like it and then he just goes on and says a couple of things if you feel like the predictions are shorter how about this is an idea for next season you return to the cup based discussion that you had last time around and sort of to elaborate on that, we pick, when it comes to the cup game, so either the League Cup or the FA Cup, mm-hmm. pick the Borough game. Yeah. Obviously, if Borough win, happy days, they move on to the next round in the cup. Absolutely. And then we pick the next Borough game that's in the cup. If they get beaten, the next round of the cup, we pick up the team that beat Borough and we predict their game against whoever it is that they get drawn against in the next round of the cup. So his idea was that that way we stay invested in the cup competition. And then obviously you got, he said the six degrees of separation thing. We see just how many different times we change the team in the course of the rounds of the cup. So obviously, like I said, it keeps us, keeps us invested in the cup competition. Absolutely. And will obviously give us a prediction to, to pick mm-hmm. in the weeks where if there is a game, or if it's a cup week and Borough don't have a game because they were scheduled to be, the, the, to the, the weekend was kept free because they were scheduled to have been in the cup, then rather than just have no podcast or no predictions, we have a prediction to go for. So um, obviously this is Ideas Week, so shout out to Stu for his very kind thoughts and uh, his idea for moving forward. So obviously we'll we'll take that on board, we'll adopt that 
and then when it's FA Cup fourth round weekend, which I believe will be in about two weeks, possibly three, it's normally around the, uh, the end of January, um, we'll end up with Brentford versus Leicester. Mm-hmm. So, when it's FA Cup fourth round week, even if Borough have a game, we'll pick that as well, but we'll also pick the Brentford versus Leicester game to see who's going to win that. I was, always, I was always a big fan of that system. I, I, I felt uh, it was a bit of a shame that we never picked it up. Um, so I'm, I'm well and truly behind this idea. Well, I think it was originally, back when you could actually do stuff, mm. the idea was going to be that we were going to go to the game. Yeah. Weren't we? And then obviously, if Borough won, we'd then go to the next round. If they got beat, um, would then go to that team of beat them, or we were going to try and find the nearest cup game and go to that, yep. and then follow the winner of that tie throughout the remainder of the cup competition. So, again, if I say if touch wood, when the world starts turning again and we're allowed back into football grounds, things like that, I think that could be one of the first ideas that we pick up. So, we pick a cup competition. Work out the nearest game to us and we start the journey. And then what we'll do is we'll write a book about it. And then we'll release the book. We'll get like eight pounds or mm. something millions, worth of Robert, royalties. Millions. And then uh, and then we'll uh, we'll be flying. Private jet. So obviously. Exactly. Ah. So to elaborate on Andy's on Andy's idea, um, rather than the random team pick Although I do quite like that, and we can actually adopt that in, if needs be. What we're going to do is, we were going to, we're going to look into the future and work out who Borough's next opponent is. We'll then pick the Borough game for that particular week, and then as a sort of predictions flash forward of sorts will predict the team that Borough are next due to play his game at the same time as the Borough game for that week and that will give us an idea of what Borough are coming up against in their next game now (laughs) we couldn't have picked a better week to start this as Borough's game on Saturday is against Birmingham City. However, they they also have a game midweek. They do against Nottingham Forest. I was going to say anybody who was like either watching it or was looking at the date when they've downloaded it at this point of time is going, "Hang on a minute, I know who, I know who Borough are playing this week, but aren't they playing?" Uh, I don't. Know. I mean, we couldn't have timed it any better to start something like this it's amazing so of all the uh, of all the times to start looking at picking other teams yeah it's absolutely uh, it's absolutely going to be a, a forest game um, so before we get there we do need to talk about Middlesbrough versus Birmingham City as is the as is the way of the the way of the world um, I've already dipped in 
which gives us a, an additional game to play. Did Andy manage to pick anybody that plays for said team? Um, I was out of sheer... Well, well, we'll get to it, but yeah, there was a score and I was like... Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, I have picked scores for all of the upcoming games, of which we are now up to four games. Um, and like I say, we get to play the Does This Person Even Play For That Team game. Uh, so, this is one of those situations where, uh, as it's your team, you can choose whether you'd like to go first or second picking Middlesbrough versus Birmingham City. Um, I will go first. Go. So, this is a live on Sky game. Ooh. So it's a 12.30 Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon kickoff. It's also a return of a former Middlesbrough manager in Itor Karanka. So, I'm going to go with Middlesbrough 2, Birmingham City 0. Okay. Who, who scored My those? My goal scorers... Go on. My goal scorers will be... Brit. Yeah. And Sam Morsey. Ah, close. Um, obviously, anybody who's watching or even listening can tell by my amusement that I have absolutely gone for a 2-0 Middlesbrough. And I've also gone for British Umbelonga to score the first, and uh, I've actually gone Tavernier to score the second. I knew you would have done. I'm just recycling it until I actually get that result with those goal scorers. I just, I just keep using it because you know it's the gift that keeps on giving. Um, so I had, I had actually picked a random game, uh, but I've scratched it out. Of, like oh, okay. And instead. We're going to use your system. So the next game we have to predict is Nottingham Forest versus Millwall. Again, I'll give you the option to go first or second. Let's, let's hear Andrew Cook's thoughts. So, Andrew Cook thinks... This will be a nil one, so a one nil to Millwall or a nil one, and Wallace to score that goal. Interesting. Well, that particular that particular bet for you, Andrew, is two nil Middlesbrough seven to one. Mm. One nil Millwall is thirteen to two, which gives you a double of fifty nine to one. It's good money. Good money, I like it. Okay. 
Now, I think differently to you on this one. I think Millwall are in a bit of trouble. Forrest had somewhat picked up a little bit at the weekend. They won, they won against Cardiff in the third round of the Cup. So I'm going to go for a 2-1 Forest win. Interesting. Goal scorers. Graben. In fact, give, give, we'll go for him to get both. Okay. Saves my, save my writing hand. Millwall. Just going to have to do a little bit of digging for this one. Talk amongst yourselves, obviously. Obviously. Okay. Do you have some money for me? Certainly do. So, middle of a 2 0, 7 to 1, no shocks there. Nope. Bonafide 2 1 is 17 to 2, which gives me a double of 75 to 1. Ooh. Good money. Good money. So. That's the first couple of games predicted. Money's in the bank. Brings us swiftly to what has got to be the grudge match of the century. Nottingham Forest take on the mighty, mighty Borough. Again, um, it's, it's one of those. I have made a prediction. I so desperately wanted to go for 3-0 Borough. I didn't. Do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. Oh, go on then. Just because, just because I think I'll, I think I'll go for something that I definitely don't think you'll have gone for. You... Our away form is particularly bad. Don't, don't, don't be this person. Don't be giving Forrest a win because they, you know, that they can't do that. You know, they don't like winning. They're not a big fan of the wins. One one. I mean, for whatever. Fine. It's not. It's not a win. Who is going to score for Nottingham Forest? Who is going to score for Middlesbrough? Savile. Oh. So you've gone one-one. As is, as is, by uh, true to form, I've got a little bit more faith in the mighty Borough. Uh, I did want to go with a three-nil win. I didn't go with that because I was like, "Let's play for let's play for some actual points here." And instead, I went for a two-nil victory. Uh, Chuba 
and what more to score those goals. So, in keeping oh, with... That's, that's something we didn't discuss. Uh, Duncan Watmore has signed a two-and-a-half-year contract with the Borough. Oh. That's something I've missed. Yeah. So, it was originally on a short-term contract that was due to run out possibly after this game against, against Birmingham at the weekend, I think. But he's since signed a two-and-a-half-year deal. And that is because... Contracted until 2023. That's because he needed to be signed so that he could score a goal against Nottingham Forest. We all know that. We all know that. So in keeping with the new system, this new and crazy system, we have got another game to predict. And that game is Blackburn Rovers versus Swansea City. Again... I've already made my selection. And again, we get to play the does this player or players play for the teams in question? Would you like to go first or second? I'll go first. Do it. I have picked Blackburn 1, Swansea City 2. Ooh. Goals, goals first. 2. Like it. Scoring low. Go on. The goal will be scored by Bradley Dak. Dak Prescott. Okay. Swansea. Jamal Lowe. And Andre Ayew. Um... I have gone with a Swansea City 1-0. I, I have gone with IU to score that goal. I see. Well, I'll give you my bet. So my bet of 1-1 draw between Forest and Borough at 5-1 and a 2-1 Swansea win at 10-1 gives me a double of 65-1. Mm, good money. Good money. And you, sir, with a 1 0 Swansea at 15 to 2, and a 2 0 Borough at 12 to 1, gives you. Odds of 109.5 to 1. Bit too rich for my blood, but obviously good if it comes in. That sound, ladies and gentlemen, is the end of this week's predictions. Um, we, are, we are caring, sharing podcast people, and we are more than happy to share the wealth with you the podcast listener slash viewer. If you want to get in on this action, you want a little bit of this, a uh, little bit of these pennies, maybe. We can't endorse any form of gambling, even if thirty-eight percent of the podcast is about winning money. Um, but how about this? If you want to go up against either myself or uh, the the guy who actually knows about football. And you want to either get in and just be part of the uh, the the predictions pool, 
or in fact want to go up against us and reckon you can take us on drop us a line uh send us it through uh through the old the insta the twitter or even send us an, an electronic mail also known as an email all the details are on the website so uh jump over there get stuck in send us what you think is going to go down now then we talked about last week we talked about the news we talked about the games coming up that can only mean one thing and that means that we are at the point of the podcast where I say to you, sir, do you have any other business? Hmm. No. No. No, I do not. No. Okay. Well, I mean, it's going to come as no surprise to anybody that I don't have any other business. I barely have have enough business to be here. Um, so, as is always the case, I'll thank you for joining me. I thank the lovely people for joining us. And uh, good luck to everybody involved. Uh, all the teams and especially all the players I picked to score all of those wonderful goals. Uh, thank you to you, sir. And... Uh, same time next week, I guess. I will see you then. Thank you, bye. So there we go. What do you think to that? It's good. It's good. If you agree, drop Mr. Williams a line. Use the website. Find all our contact details there. Let us know how you think we're doing with this new format for the football podcast. If you're checking us out on YouTube, if you click the subscribe button, you're helping the channel out. And ultimately, it's going to be a big help for everybody further down the line. Like I say, you can go to the website, cookiecast.com, drop us a line, let us know how you're getting on, or get involved with the predictions, why not? So that's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye!